Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Welcome into the latest edition of Hear That Podcast Ground, a special bi-week edition where uh, we want to just kind of sit down and help you get to know some uh, player, uh, a player on this team that I think is, if you want perspective on what the NFL is like, uh, you would come to Bengals safety, Mike <laughs> Thomas, because you've been around it, you've right. played at the high levels, you've seen the biggest games and some of the lowest games that maybe nobody watched. <laughs> You've no, been a, <laughs> but you know you, you've kind of been around it all, and now you're with the Bengals and kind of found a little little home here at the. What what has this been like for you finding a home in Cincinnati here? You know because I imagine you were. I mean you were up on the street right, but 13, 14 months ago, yeah, and now you're a captain, <laughs> and you found a real home here. What's right. this been like for you? I mean, it's to be honest, I think last year, uh, a term that I used uh, that's still fitting is it was refreshing. Yeah. It was refreshing to come here, one, because of the type of locker room we had, and I was not expecting that, uh, but that's a testament to Zach. You know, Duke building the, or, uh, the team like this, and Zach with the culture, Lou, Darren, BC. Uh, it's just a, a group of guys that it's just, you know, they play for one another. They're unselfish, and you don't get that everywhere. Yeah. It's not like that in every single locker room. And, um, you know, it, 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 it just makes me want to come in every single day and, like, dude, how can I serve? How can I help y'all get better uh, being Uncle Mike and, and, and yeah. whatnot? But uh, it definitely gives me perspective because, you know, like you said, 13 months ago, almost like a really a year to this date before I got activated, I thought I was done. You know, I, I thought I was done playing about – I took a job at the NFLPA, was about to start working. Really? And even they said, if a team calls, though, we'll be the first to tell you, you still go play. This job will be here waiting for you. You know, and and once the Bengals called, Lou, Lou gave me the call and was like, dude, if you can still run a little bit, we might, you know, so we might sign you to practice squad. I mean, it just gave me a perspective like, hey, man, you know, you can still play. You can still play at a high level. But then even with a team like this and a young team, like, you can have an impact. So, I mean, it, it's been refreshing to find a home here. Was not looking at, like, oh, let me come and be the leader, team captain. But, you know, when your teammates vote you team captain, it's humbling, man. And I hold that at high regard because we all want to earn the respect of our of our teammates and our peers around the league. That's why guys want to make all pros, pro bowls, and stuff like that because you want to know that the rest of the league feels like you're a good player. And for my teammates to think that I was a leader in special teams, like, that meant a lot to me. Yeah. That you mentioned it was just a, about a year ago that, that you were activated. It was right before the Vegas game, right. right? So you were here, what, week four, week five? Yeah, whenever, uh, the Green Bay, yeah. And, whenever we played Green Bay, that was my first week. Was that five, week five? five yeah, yeah, week five, yeah. So so they bring you in. I mean, was there any talk of this was the long-term plan, or was it just come in, join the practice squad, right. see what happens? Exactly. I, I, think, I think it was that. I think they knew – 
you know, one, a couple guys had gotten banged up at that time at the safety position. Uh, but then two, hey, we need, a, we need a little bit more veteran presence and, you know, take advantage of this new rule that I'd help negotiate <laughs> with, with, with vets being able to be on a practice squad. You know, like, shoot, man, like, if you can still play, that's awesome. If you can't, at least you'll give us some veteran presence and be able to help these young guys, you know, learn how to play in the NFL. And then, you know, I, I, I – it, it was like, I guess, God's plan. And you never want guys to get injured. But unfortunately, that's the NFL. That's how most guys do get a chance to play. Somebody else has to go down, unfortunately. Uh, but it was just a just a just a terrible but, you know, un, uh, uh, unfortunate uh, sequence of events when, you know, I think a came went down and B. Will, uh, Brandon Wilson went down. And then it was just almost the same game. I remember Darren just turning to me on the sideline. I think it was the Browns game it was like. It's, it's all you the rest of the way, man. We yeah. need you. And, you know, and, and, and that's how it happened. But, no, that definitely wasn't the long-term plan. There was no conversations with me about that. So I was just like, shoot, however y'all need me to serve, that's cool. Did From you, a guy that was about to be working with NFLPA. I was going to say, did you, did you think when they said come on the practice squad, was that a hard decision of, like, should I? Or am I happy just saying, you know what, football's done for me? I was definitely happy and mentally ready to transition, but I think definitely it being Lou Anarumo. Yes. Yeah. That's why that's yeah. why I made that decision. Like, trust me, my agent and me went back and forth yeah. <laughs> about different other possibilities. And I was like, hey, look, I'm good. But the fact that Lou called, yeah. that's that's what ultimately made me say Price Squad is not. Like, yeah, I'll come out here. I mean, you follow them everywhere at right. this point. I mean, you really have. You've been everywhere yeah. he's been. You've been there. What was it? you know, about that relationship? When did it start? What what connected you to Lou? Do you have any good Lou stories? Oh, I, I mean, I got some great, I got some great Lou stories, but the very first day that what connected us was uh, a, a day where he didn't know my name and, you know, I didn't know his defense, but we needed each other. Uh, like, so I get claimed off practice squad from uh, San Fran and I get there on like a Wednesday, right? Uh, they tell me I got one job. Go vice their best gunner, Matthew Slater. All right, that's fine. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, we're playing. Yeah, exactly. Might end up in the Hall of Fame. That's right. Oh, yeah, that, he just, <laughs> let me stop there and say yes. Matthew Slater probably should be the first special teams player to make the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And hopefully he just create a special team slot so maybe 10 years, 20 years down the line. Yeah, we, so some other guy might wiggle. Yeah, that's and then, right. Anyway, all right, let's get back to Tommy. Yeah, maybe an all-decade. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe. But um, so I, 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 we get to the game. They tell me I got one job. Get to the game. I'm doing that, right? And we're playing the Patriots in the fourth quarter hit somehow we're winning I don't know how you know what I'm saying but we're winning yeah. the game and one of the starting DBs get hurt starting corners and the special team coach say hey we actually need you to go play safety on kickoff I go down there I make a tackle I'm glad because my name's gonna be on the stat sheet you know what I'm saying I got proof that I actually played an NFL game yeah and that same drive a second starting corner Brent Grimes get hurt so now Lou Anarumo turns to me. He's like, hey, uh, number 31. Yeah, Thomas, right? Yeah. yeah, you play nickel in college. Okay, yeah, we don't have enough DBs. So you have to play nickel out here. Just turn around, listen to the safety. He'll tell you what to do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so get out there, that, that drive, and uh, Tom Brady sees 31 trotting out there in the side. He's like, wait, wait, wait. Red 80, red 80. He's hot, and he's picking on me left and right. Yeah. I'm holding my own, making plays, making tackles. But, of course, it's the, you know, Tom Brady game-winning drive storyline is about to happen. Mm -hmm. Gets down to the, what, I think about the 20-yard line, 15-yard line. It's like 15 seconds left. I'm Gordon Amendola in the slot, and it's man-to-man. -man. I look up, and the ball's coming. <laughs> Amendola has the ball in his hand. We're in the end zone. We're fighting, clawing. We hit the ground. Boom, the ball pops out. 
I'm juice. Incomplete. Yeah. <laughs> my teammates don't know my name. So incomplete, incomplete against and us fourth down with maybe like 12 seconds left. Our coach calls timeout. Lou's like, hey, let's call a double-double to give Mike T some help in a slot. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. You know, yeah. At this point, even if we lose, anybody but me. Just don't let it be me. Don't do not let it be me. So I'm going. I think it's Edelman in a slot now. Said Hut. Edelman runs like a little under route. Rashad Jones, our safety, takes him. So I just back up and free, and I see the ball coming at me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wait. It's like slow motion. Yeah. I pick it. Land on the ground. I'm like, wait, did I just catch my first interception? <laughs> From Tom wait, Brady. against Brady. That was the game interception. That was against Tom Brady. And, like, yeah. teammates jumping out, up and down on me. So that was my welcome to Miami. Welcome to the NFL moment. And from then on, me and Lou were kind of like that. <laughs> to be honest. Like, so he knew, he knew my name after that. I knew his defense. And, yeah, yeah, it's been all good. But literally, ever since I hit free agency, uh, he fought for me to get to New York uh, when I when I really wasn't getting a couple deals because I was one of those uh, players who was involved with the social justice and taking a knee. Mm-hmm. But he fought for me to get to to the Giants. He becomes a defensive coordinator here. I'm thinking I'm done playing. He calls for me to come here. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I've just tried to always deliver for Lou. Yeah. You know he, he vouched for me to get to the Giants. You know I, I end up earning you know a Pro Bowl bid there. He vouched for me to come here. You know, I help, end up help trying to lead the special teams with Darren. But, you know, just as a proof, like, hey, if you stood on the table and try to, like, get me here, I'm going to prove you right. I'm going to yeah. prove to everybody that you were right. I was your guy and that I can deliver and I can perform. Yeah. That's where, a relationship. Where is that ball? Yeah. <laughs> like, is, there a picture? is there a painting oh, above your mantle oh, or man. something of uh, you laying on the ground see, with the ball? I'll, I'll like, say, to yeah. be honest, I'll say, you're asking the right questions. Like, yeah. my, our house is getting remodeled because of that winter storm uh, last year that happened in Texas, but all of that will happen. Now, I'm yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. ball is, is safely secure at my house in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're giving away your game worn jerseys right. now. You're yeah. giving your ice. I, that jersey, I assume you kept. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's somewhere. Like the gloves. I got the gloves from Mike Wallace. They like they had me gave me some terrible like generic gloves. Yeah. Mike Wallace was the locker next to me. He gave me his gloves. Uh, no, yeah. I got everything. Well, when, <laughs> when Tom Brady goes into the hall, you should see if the hall wants your gloves. Right. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Like, to remind you of that. Hey, I got him once. Though. I got him once. No, I, I think they're they're definitely appreciating value as the years go on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, the the Pro Bowl you went to. Is, yeah. was, I mean, how special? Because I know a lot of the guys. Kind of look at the Pro Bowl as, as what it is. It was yeah. still in Hawaii then, right? Yeah. Oh uh, well, no, it it was, uh, was that the in Orlando. Yeah, it was in Orlando, which I didn't mind. My daughter got to go to Disney World and yeah. and uh, it was the Orlando <laughs> studio. So, but nah, to me, it was uh, it was very special again because for five years I had to deal with uh, uh, the other guy we talked about that's probably going to go in uh, Hall of Fame as a special teams player. I could never get the nod over him yeah. so I was always knocking first alternate <laughs> second alternate or something like that so yeah. to finally get my first Pro Bowl in New York with the Giants I mean it meant a lot to me and even with that I was the first alternate the Rams had to go to the Pro Bowl I mean to the, the Super Bowl, Bowl. Okay. Yeah. for me yeah. to go and I'm like I tell Vaughn I joke with Vaughn all the time like dude I'm sorry. Yeah. That, was, that was passing appearance. I know that was passing appearance, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, but look, it's Matt. I need. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say that was a great no call. That's a great no call. I love it. I love it. Your your story before you got to the NFL is, is interesting, though. You know, you're in Houston and you yeah. go to Stanford, which was a familiar path. And I was like, well, that's Andrew Luck's path. Right. You guys probably played against. Did you play against each other in high school we, too? We were in the same division. Same division in so, high school. Yeah. So. 
So you and Andrew probably uh, did you remain hit? Did you go to both go to Stanford? You both going to the league yeah. similar time? Did you did you have a good relationship? Oh yeah, we like yeah. we talk, we talk like almost every other week, man. He still calls me. Really? Yeah, he's at Stanford. He's in school right now. Like nah, but that's my like we're we're brothers, man. Like yeah. to see him in high school. I mean, we competed in all the sports, but to see him in football, I was like, okay, that that kid's gonna be good. Yeah. And then he's like, he, he's, he committed to Stanford, and it was funny how they even started recruiting me. They were recruiting a defensive player, defensive teammate of his, and I played quarterback in high school. And that's the only reason they even saw my film is they were recruiting one of his teammates on defense. Yeah. They're like, who is this kid? All right, if he got the grades, let's go off for him. So yeah. that's that. Long story short, once they did that, as soon as I got in, my 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 dad actually made the decision for me. He was like, yep. Your recruiting's over. That's where you're going. That's so, where you're going. Well, you can't. I mean, uh, as far as the grade school <laughs> oh, no. and everything else, I mean, it was a great decision. So did you? Did did Harbaugh ever actually like? Did he come up to see you? Oh yeah. Talk to him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it like to be recruited by Jim Harbaugh? <laughs> I'll tell everybody this. <laughs> as, as I smile, I mean, that's my. I'm a Harbaugh guy. Okay. And. Either you're a Harbaugh guy or you're not. There's yeah. no in between. Yeah, there's there's no in between. I'll Line, keep it, I'll keep it there. Right? I'll about to say, I will keep it there. <laughs> but one, he's one of the best recruiters yeah. I've ever seen. Like, honestly, like being in touch with what's going on socially, yeah. I'll say, like, and, and, and his energy and just being able to get guys to buy in. When they're getting recruited, yeah. like I mean, that's it's it's a level I've never seen. It's yeah. a, I've never seen, and it's contagious. So I was gonna go to Stanford anyway, but like because yeah. of the school, but because of him, it made it like it was a no brainer. As soon as I got in, I do feel like high school kids respond to crazy people well. Like it's like something about it. you just <laughs> love it. Like you're kind of you feel kind of crazy in high school, and they're like, this guy's kind of insane, and I kind of like it. I, I, <laughs> if you, if you were wrong, I'd tell you you were wrong. <laughs> But I, I, I would just say I was a hardball guy, and I was like, yeah, yeah. that's that's unbelievable. And you were, with, and then Richard Sherman was. There. Oh yeah, exactly. So he he was my, he was my host, and so that was another thing too. Once I started getting recruited, and they had him host me. It was like, oh, they got some guys that's like you know, one look. I'm sorry, look like me, and you know, yeah. like like I can relate to. And oh, oh, just so happened, oh, we're actually pretty. You know, so we're actually pretty good. Like we yeah. had some talent, man, and, and it was a fun experience. It was life changing experience. Oh, I'm so glad I made that decision to go there, yeah. man. Like, like we are. I mean, brothers. Like Richard Sherman, we're, he he plays. We're the same friend as well. Like, I mean, yeah. brothers for a life. I hope you were minding him that you're outlasting him as he came to stand. <laughs> he's over there at the booth on the Monday, on the Thursday night game, and there you are out there oh, on the field. Yeah. Oh, no, I assume that was a reminder. We way. definitely joke about it, but I I, I, I think he's uh <laughs> he's doing well. He'll yeah. be all right. Yeah. He'll be all right. All right, let's take a second and switch gears here and hear from a sponsor. A lot of comparisons between Andrew and yeah. Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. um, what have you seen from the way Joe is and compared to Andrew? And how much does that a quarterback's presence, his leadership, yeah. trans, translate to the defensive side? Yeah. And did you ever pick off Andrew Luck in high school? So I played quarterbacks. So I, if I, I wish I would have played, yeah. Like so I, oh yeah, no, yeah, I played yeah, yeah, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I was on the yeah. offensive side, so I didn't get a chance to pick pick him up in high school <laughs> in the game. But no, I mean. The comparison is the confidence he gives everybody in that locker room. With Luck, we knew we always had a chance. Even if the offense was struggling for whatever reason, we knew we had a chance. You know, like, and, and that, and if you were able to go out there and play fast and free on the defensive side, same thing with a guy like Joe Burrow. You're just like, dude, we're going to have a shot. Like, and his confidence, his demeanor, that itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I got to be on. Because I know this guy's gonna be on. I can't let him down. So I gotta do my job. You know, like, and, and yeah. I know we're gonna have a chance to win. Like that's 
It's not like that everywhere. Yeah. yeah. If you don't have, I'm sorry. Unlike unlike college, and maybe we, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, what's the word? I'm looking for too too overconfident when I say this. In college, I feel like there was times I stand for defense won our games, yeah. especially yeah. my junior year. But if you didn't have a quarterback in college, it's it's tough too. In the NFL for sure, and because I lived it. If you do not have a quarterback, you are not going to win. Yeah. And I'm glad. That I'm, you know, in year 11 that I got a chance to play <laughs> on a team that has, has a quarterback, especially in Joe Burrow. Yeah. When you're, you come in and you're, like you said, your first game, you just are happy to be on the stat sheet right. and hopefully you'll be in the stat sheet. And then here you were in year 11 <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Right. You know, I mean, do you ever, it's because you've had time now and you started to think about life after football, mm-hmm. had a chance to reflect on how crazy the NFL journey can be and what are like the lessons that you give to guys that are about to go through right. their journey, what, you know, when you're trying to talk to them about what to expect in the, in yeah. the NFL, because it's, it's such a unique exactly. thing. There's just nothing like I tell young dudes all the time, like, you have to prepare. And I get a unique, I guess, lens because with special teams – I actually get a chance to do probably a little bit more scout team like, yeah. because I choose to at this point. I don't yeah. have to. But, yeah, on scout team. So, even last year, I'm going against a rookie, Jamar Chase. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. going against a young T. Higgins. You know, and, and, and I get to go against those guys on the offensive side. But even this year, when you got a young Daxton Hill, mm-hmm. Tyson Anderson, who's you know, still trying to come up, even a Brandon Wilson's coming up injury, um, you know, a young guy like Alan George, Cam. Uh, Britt, uh, Taylor Britt, it's like I get the chance to talk to them and let them know, like, hey, dude, the opportunity is coming. Mm-hmm. You never know when it's going to come. But you got to prepare as if you're the starter. Yeah. And then sure enough, you know, like, don't don't believe me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it happens. <laughs> and boom, then it happened. But yeah. it's like, dang, OG, Uncle Mike, you tell. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, didn't, I don't have to read this in a book. You know what I'm saying? I have to read this book. I've lived this. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it happens every year. That's this league. And the more it's happening to them, they're starting to believe. You know, so I get a chance to just talk to them every single day and, 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 and pour into them in that way, but also get a chance to work with them. Like, Hey, look, I'm just not telling you, this is how you prepare. Let's walk through this before the walkthrough. Let's walk through this before practice. Sure. So you can get ahead. That's how you start becoming that young player that they can trust and lean on. Like, Oh, I don't have to talk to him two or three times. I don't have to tell him what to do. He already knows. How to, like, that's how you start picking stuff up faster. And if that's the role at this point in my career that I can play, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Why scouting? Why, why do you choose to do that? Because I learned a long time ago, especially as a guy that was on practice squad at first, and then a guy where nobody knew my name, but I had to go play. With scouting, if I'm not the starter, that's where I can get my reps. Okay. Mm-hmm. As a, as a, you know what I'm saying? I could right. be Uncle Mike and stand on the sideline. Hey, no, nah, yeah, young dude, you go do the scout team safety. You go be the scout team nigga. Like, no, no, that's my reps. So that way when I get in the game, no, I've been – not only have I been doing safety, I've been doing nickel – I've been doing it against Jamar Chase. Right. Yeah, right. I've been doing it against Hayden Hurst. I've been doing it against T. Higgins. I've been doing it against TB. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been taking angles out of the post against Joe Mixon. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm, not getting, I'm not getting BS reps. You're right. I'm going against ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of guys don't think, it, think about it like that, but I do. Yeah. I, I know and I understand that. Like, my rookie year, I went against Vernon Davis when he was on top of his game. I went against Crabtree when he was on top of his game. Had to take angles out of the post with Frank Gore breaking through them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was prepared when Miami called me. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
right? I mean, it, that it makes a difference. making a difference for you. Maybe even be a guy who could potentially ever make the play that you made that now has Luan Rumo taking you everywhere he goes. Yeah. <laughs> no, <what's the> <laughs> um, one thing you did off the field uh, was you went back to Miami and got your master's. Yep. <laughs> That's a program we've seen some people take advantage of. And what? when did that become important? Important to you? I'm sure it always was, but like, what? Yeah. Why was that such a big deal? And and what was that process right. like for you? Is that was that hard to do? Yeah, uh, it was hard to do. I'll start there for a couple of reasons. One, me and my wife had our first child, my daughter. She was a newborn mm-hmm. when I first decided to do it. But I had tore my pecs, so I had some extra time sure. on my hand. Right, being on IR. But that program was available. It had just become available for uh, I guess artists and athletes at the University of Miami. And I'm in Miami. It's in our back, you know, like in our backyard. Yeah. And they were only going to ask us to be in class, honestly, during the off season. You're going to be extensive. <laughs> we were in class like all day, yeah. like every day. But during the off season, so I just made that decision because at Stanford there were no business classes for undergrads. Like there was, there were just no business like courses, no business classes. Really. So I didn't really get a business background. So. Get a chance to get to the NFL, accumulating a lot of stuff. That's not conversations I had growing up with my family. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. I saw the 30 for 30 broke. I don't want to be on you. I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah, right. Let me at least learn something about business. I had really no expectations for what I was going to do going into business school. But I said, look, at least I know this will help. This will help me prepare, you know what I'm saying, for something to deal with my business side of what I'm accumulating. And it actually it it, it helped me learn, like, Real estate, that's what I'm dabbling in probably the most outside of football. It helped me prepare for life after football, especially when I took on a role in, in our executive committee with NFLPA, kind of getting that job because yeah. I can be at a higher level because of my business background and being able to have those conversations and negotiations. So it definitely helped prepare me for life after football. Yeah. Why does the PA fit you? Why is that? Why have you attached to them? Is it just... Is there something about the what they do or something about helping players, just the locker room? Right. I mean, it seems like that's a, a fit for you. Yeah, I, I think all of that does play into it. Uh, but the fact that I'm always just naturally trying to serve our guys. Yeah. And now I can do it from a business standpoint. You know, like learning, a bit, learning our business mm-hmm. and learning about our business and how to take care of our guys, both the retired guys. The present guys and the guys that's about to come up ten years from now, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and and just having that playing that role and having that responsibility—that's just something, I guess, naturally from just the person who I am. Yeah, it just fits. Yeah, I mean, that, there was a lot. I mean, you guys were all center of the of the conversation a couple of years ago, and, and what was that? How how in, inside of that were you? Were oh. you? Yeah, I assume a lot. I mean, what was that? stress level like compared to football because you feel like right you have the pressure of everyone on you to not screw it up and not them come out and say oh the owners got them right and that's and you're up against people that this is what they do do. and their family have been doing it for yeah you know what i'm saying 50 some years what was the relationship like players and owners as that went on and how did it evolve i think it was it was one it was a special experience and a once like a lifetime experience that like for me I'm grateful for because going up, sitting across from Jerry Jones like yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> what is that like? <laughs> I can't even put it in perspective. You know, I really can't, I really yeah. can't put it in words from the things you hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, what the dynamic was, 
they needed us and they came to us early, right? Mm-hmm. And to have that experience to negotiate, knowing, I guess, billions of dollars, knowing that the livelihoods of a lot of people mm-hmm. depending on how we did. And you, clearly, you don't want to screw it up because you don't want nobody coming up saying, like, look what y'all did. You know what I'm saying? They got us again. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. But at the same time, I have a responsibility to make sure that not just for this year, but for years to come, that we're all in a position to be able to continue to play, continue to take care of our families, continue to grow, and be in a position for 10 years when we negotiate again yeah. that we don't lose a lot what we've already gained. You know, like, yep. that was a huge responsibility. But what I say is sitting across from the Jerry, uh, you know, Jerry Jones and the Robert Kraft, it gave me very, uh, it gave me a high level of confidence. Yeah. And moving forward with anything else I can do in life. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't get like, much harder than that. No, it yeah. doesn't. And, and to have them not look at you, clearly it's ownership versus players. But when you're negotiating, especially when they're negotiating for something that they actually need, mm-hmm. and they start looking at you, not necessarily as a peer, but somebody else, no, like, I, you're not safety, you're Michael. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's not Absolutely. Mr. Jones, it's not Mr. J- it's Jerry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a different dynamic. Yeah. It gives you a different confidence for moving forward for whatever you want to do for the rest of your life. Sure. Were you in that position because you were your team's player rep in all 32, or was that, did you? The executive committee. The executive committee. For okay, 11 so. of us. Are you, have you ever been a player rep? Uh, I've been voted player rep. I bequeathed it. I gave it to others. <laughs> yeah. No one man should have all that power. Not everybody did that. <laughs> I thought, looking back, I, mean, I probably should have kept my vote. No, I was like, because you, you have more power as a rep. You get to vote. I didn't get a chance to vote. I'm the only yeah. vote on the EC and I negotiate. The reps actually get the power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the executive committee is what you were talking about when you yeah. negotiate oh, yeah, the expanded yeah, yeah. Exactly. practice squads. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So we negotiate, but we get our direction from the 32. We take that. We do the negotiations. Mm-hmm. We get the deal framework. 32. This is our recommendation. Mm-hmm. It played out how it played out. Yeah. Y'all vote. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that was a hard thing for you guys because I remember so much about that was the conversation about star players versus, you know, the foundational players, the three years cool and out players, guys. Yeah. And like, how, how do you balance that? Because yeah. the stars are going to get theirs, right? It should it be, how tough was that in the room? Because there's stars on, there's, you yeah. know, that have very big voices. Right. And, and I don't know how that hard that was for you guys. No, it, it's, uh, you got to balance it, right? Yeah. Because the core makes up the majority, but if you don't have those stars, yeah. the league knows. Yeah. Okay. You can get more of the core. Yeah. Go grab them from all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we got, as as we got these stars, we're fun. You know what I'm saying? So yes. yeah. it's it's having a balance. And I, and I love the fact that our membership, we had enough star players in our membership, which the majority of our star players, they understood that too. And they didn't, they knew that we needed to do more for our core. Yeah. However, there were some things that we got to make sure we take care of for the stars too. So you know what I'm saying? It's just balance. But I, I love the fact of where our membership was. For the most part, regardless of what came out, it was very unselfish. It was very like, hey, how can we make this better as a whole? And to be honest, it wasn't perfect, but this deal actually ended up being a good deal. Yeah. What What is, if it was, if you had the ability to, what what is the first thing that you would want to have be progress for players in the NFL? What, what is the next big thing that you think is important that – that players have the chance to do going forward or rights or whatever right. it is. What, what, what is the um, next thing for you? Uh, just con- continue to um, 
build leverage so that we understand like, hey, if we want, let's say, more guarantees in contracts or fully guaranteed contracts, right? It's going to take us coming together as a collective and not being satisfied with, oh, the most guarantees for a quarterback, the most guarantees for a DB. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's fluff. It's like, no, like it, it would take us just understanding that, like, hey, let's continue to come together. Let's continue to build and just understand that it's going to take all of us to get those guarantees. Yeah. 18 games, just a crazy thing to say to you. Like, is that, I mean, for someone who goes through the pounding, I mean, was that just the ultimate non-starter or, or was there because you could have gotten stuff, you could get in stuff, but giving up the 18. I mean, I imagine that was probably a tough one. It's very tough. <laughs> it's very tough. However, we gave, we, we gave up, we gave up some stuff. There were some things that the NFL wanted. I'm just talking to general, you know, saying generalities yeah. at this point, and uh, ultimately that's where we landed. Yeah, um, those are tough conversations, right? Very I mean, tough, very tough conversations. To have, I mean, yeah. we, I, I don't know, but it's sa- safety of a player and, and the wear and tear is just—it's a hard thing. You got you probably feel like I imagine like that's what you are fighting for is trying oh, to keep everybody healthy and taken care yeah. of as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, I'd be venting at this point if I could yeah, be talking yeah. about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we gave we gave up um, we gave up some things. Yeah, but I think ultimately we signed we signed a good deal. But yeah. the health and safety of players is, should always be at the forefront. Yeah, and I mean, there's now momentum building for the turf fields. Right, is, is that now that a realistic goal? And I mean, you see, Cheeto gets hurt exactly. on grass field. It can happen exactly. anywhere, but. Uh, I think that needs to be uh, parity and it needs to be a level, like a base level of, hey, this is the field that everyone needs to have. This grade, this level, if we decide it's this specific grass that everybody has to have in that stadium, do it. Or if we say it's some type of synthetic turf blend or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's the field that everybody has to have so it's consistent throughout the league. Mm-hmm. I think we're coming to that point now. That, I think... It's, it don't take, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that's a huge ask for all of us to galvanize and use our collective voice to come behind. And I don't think ownerships, you know, because they don't want to lose star players either. You know, they don't want to lose any of the players. They don't want guys missing time because of that. If that's something that we can agree upon, then I think that's a conversation we need to have and it needs to be made a priority. All right, let's just take a quick break. What did you learn from the social justice stuff and taking a knee and right. being part of that. What, what did you learn about, you know, progress right. and, 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 the, and America? I right. mean, it was, you guys became like this, a cross section of what it is to be American right. and, and race relations. And I'm to be such a central part of that. What was that? What was the Man, lessons? It was like, yeah, it, it, <laughs> I don't know. We got enough time today for me to talk about time. Your flight. Wow. I mean, I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about other people. Um, um, Did you ever consider not doing it? Oh, I mean, absolutely. I had to pray about it. That's something I talked about. But ultimately, you know, speaking to my wife, and she's she's so strong, and you know, she gave me the strength to make that decision. You know, and you know, think about my family, my kids, our kids, our future. Because you know, to make a decision like that, you know, you're 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 risking something, and and I did. But ultimately, what came out of it was something greater, something that I wouldn't. You know, if I could go back, I wouldn't change the decisions I made. Um, but you know, I I I, I learned some some hard lessons. I also saw 
the strength of what, you know, standing up for something that you believe in, standing up for what you believe is right. Uh, you know, something that's bigger than yourself, you know, what that can do and the type of movement it can make. And, you know, not just for myself, not just for my community, but for, like you said, for America. And I think those actions help probably fast forward some conversations, even decades uh, from where we were starting even in 2016, even before that. But I think it, it, it puts forward some, uh, it pressed fast forward on some, some conversations, some movement. Did a lot of things get changed that, you know, we wanted to see get changed? Not a lot, but, uh, but there was, there were movement and there is movement. And I think, I think just because of that, then it was worth it. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of, at least the NFL started pouring oh. more money into and focusing on that and talking about it. And conversations it the conversations in the locker room. That was what I was going to ask you about was that the, I remember you know, when it came out of Joe Burrow he was a, a, a rookie. Here, yeah. and he ended up being the one as a rookie to give the speech in front of the Freedom Center. Exactly. And it, they all, everybody talked about it was the conversations that everyone was able to have in yep. these locker rooms was really helpful uh, and more than more than necessarily the programs which everybody supports. Exactly. But like those things can be or seem to be what's really helped is that keeping keeping in the conversation, yeah. keeping everybody thinking about it was a big part of the progress. Oh, I guess absolutely. you probably view it that way. Dude, I just from 2016 my locker room, the conversation in the locker room I had in 2016 mm-hmm. to 2017 yeah. was night and day. Really? What made it so different? I think everybody's seeing like, oh, this isn't just a bunch of guys doing something for a publicity stunt. Oh, no. Okay. It's a year going into it and y'all have actually opened some eyes and y'all are really doing work. Okay. Yeah. Now, I might not agree with that, you know, stance you're taking, but I I hear you. Yeah. Talk to me. Like, how can I? You know what I'm saying? And that's, and to be honest, like that was a huge lift. And then once it had, you know, continued to, you know, like make progress and, and conversations continue to change, you start getting co- kids coming out of college or you start seeing college kids, high school kids, and they're having these conversations. They're able to come into a locker room. You're like, no, not only do I want to have this conversation, I want to lead it. And it's like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Two, three years ago, four years ago, that wasn't happening. It's <laughs> progress. You know what I'm right? saying? Like, so, it makes it feel yeah. worth it for you. The risk. That you took, I right. guess, probably, right? Yeah. yeah. So, no, definitely. Like, I, if I if I could go back in time, I'd do the same thing again. Uh, and I honestly think moving forward for the future, it has put me in position because people know, like, okay, I know you stood for something. Mm-hmm. It, you know, might not have been what everybody would have done, you know, wanted to do at that time. And to be honest, I didn't even think, you know, with taking a knee, like, would that have been the route I, like, would have thought of to tell, you know, plan to take on my own, but just trying to be in solidarity with you know with with my brothers out there. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was a, it was a strong stance, and uh, again, I wouldn't change it. I yeah. wouldn't. Change. You guys um, on this team have, like you said earlier, something that's kind of a special chemistry. Yeah, I mean. How, how much cards can a man <laughs> like <laughs> I appreciate that the card table that goes on I mean what is is there a is there a minimum buy-in like oh, there's definitely, there's mean, definitely a minimum but some people know that like that's just not my game I can't do I can't hang with these guys I mean, I mean some guys need to know maybe not cards but maybe maybe the ping pong table yeah. and, 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 and shooting basketball some guys need to like they need, they need to come to Jesus moment right yeah. <laughs> the anonymous hotline 
line. I might need to get that number and call on some, some of those guys. But anyway, no, with cards, man, it, it, it's fun, man. It's 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 thrilling. It helps the time pass. And you yeah. get those group of guys. You you help actually build bonds and become closer, man, because we, we're playing every day. Yeah. We're playing on the road. Like I mean, like, like. Honestly, I'm glad that uh, Zach supported that and got that table. (laughs) Well, you know what's funny? We always joke about how, like, you you always hear these stories about how, okay, if a team had a ping pong table and then the coach had it taken away, it was because they needed more discipline, right? right? But if they need to be looser, they added a ping pong table. They're loose now. I just feel like in today's NFL, there's so many more coaches now that appreciate wanting people to be in In the the locker room. Right? Is that a... A big difference, have you noticed there's a big difference from now yeah. to when you were you know, San Francisco, oh, Miami, yeah. and the, years, the NFL feels different that yeah. way? No, absolutely. Like, it's way it's – a, it's a totally different environment. I mean, yeah. one, the, the game's changed. The uh, the environment changed. The conversation changed. Like, every, everything. Like, it's a way more loose environment versus – Probably back in the day when there's a whole lot more uh, strict and business yeah. and hope. Football yeah. disciplinary and, <laughs> like, was kind of everybody Family, was. football, that's yeah. 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 It's and very it's, different. And I assume you don't mind. I mean, you know, that's a nice change that you're, you're welcoming. Oh, I mean, absolutely. It should be the future almost. Absolutely. Like, I mean, like, you do you want to run a, you know what I'm saying, run, uh, not a tight shit, but do you want, like, a, a wheel oil machine? Absolutely. Let's go execute when we're out there. But at the same time, it shouldn't feel like. Do you, do you feel like that atmosphere helped you guys win last year? You said that atmosphere. Do you feel like that helped you guys win? Oh, last absolutely. Year? Yeah, absolutely, man. And I mean, because guys still play, you know, played cards. Guys still did that last year. And I think it was loose. I think having a culture where everybody like played for one another and wanted to be around one another, I think it definitely helped. And when when times get rough and times get hard, you need to lean on each other. So I mean, I, I think that that this the ping pong tables and the cards is only going to help each other. And we know when to dial it back. How has this year been different than last year for um, you? Is it? I mean, because last year was, I mean, for you, yeah. coming in midstream, whatever. Right. But has this year felt different? Whether it be expectations, whether it be yeah, new people, you know, you know that. Yeah. Like the dynamic changes, especially when it comes to expectations. Expectations breeds, you know, like like certain our success brings expectations, and you know, are you living up to that? Do you feel pressure, more pressure? Oh, it's new guys. Like, who's going to be here for the future? Who's got, you know what I'm saying? Like, what does the future hold? And I think we're at a point right now, especially dealing with some of the adversity with injuries added to it as well. I think we're at the point where guys are starting to feel a little bit more free. Like, okay, we were holding on to that at the beginning and we were letting that weigh in on us. But now it's like, man, let's cut it loose. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Like, let's just go out here and play. I think we're, we're starting to reach that point. Maybe that's not part of the Super Bowl hangover that people talk about. That no, no one ever thinks you have one, but just because expectations and having been in that yeah. game does – make people channel different parts of like yeah. how they approach yeah. every week, even though you don't think it's changing anything. It's just, it does change the dynamic of what obviously had to have been good chemistry from the right. year before when it's just, when there's so much more of a spotlight on it. Oh yeah, no, nah, definitely. I mean, and when you can acknowledge that, and I think more guys have acknowledged it now and mm-hmm. are open to even saying it. Y'all really, I think now we're at that point where it's like, let's go, let's go. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't worry. Yeah. Let's go. And, and you need that. When, when you had a chip on your shoulder before, nobody, you know what I'm saying? No, nobody gave us a chance. They doubted us. They counted us out to, oh, hey, shoot, how many primetime games we got? Oh, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it, it's, it's a difference. So now it's like, boom, 
let's 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 turn that switch back on. And oh, didn't we just lose a primetime game? They just took us, you know, they flexed us out. Yep. Yeah. Disrespect card is back. Yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I I think we're in a in a great spot. Back to the card game. What what is the game of choice over there? And what is the deal with the ketchup bottle? That oh always- no, the ketchup bottle needs to go first off. Like, like we, yeah, but it needs to go. It should not be on our table. Like, why we, is it that? I have no idea. This disrespect. <laughs> it is disrespect. So I I, I, I got those little food trays now so that oh. that you know like we got some bins i saw the tray food. tables showed up yeah. i was wondering what that was yeah. Yeah. so stop eating on that t- you can do it there's cup holders <laughs> it's a nice you know, table who purchased nice. the table uh, zach i believe oh, I, did, wow. yeah, I believe zach did we were gonna have our rookies do it but zach zach got us a nice one so that's wow. fine so yeah so the ketchup bottle needs to go whoever said that. <laughs> and um and then the, the, the game of choices are tonk t-o-n-k i believe is how you spell it tonk and Bure. Yeah. Bure is a very uh, popular, widespread game for sure. For sure, in sports uh, leagues, I never heard of it until I got to the uh, NFL. Actually, I had never heard it until I got to Miami. Uh, but it is uh, very popular. And, uh, it's thrilling. It's, it's the thrill of that game. <laughs> yes, it's, it's <laughs> because the jackpots build in. Oh, a yes, they do, yeah. my good sir. Yes, they do. <laughs> highs, highs and lows. Um, it, you know, so you have this. Uh, orange sports car. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that is quite a ride. <laughs> that is not mine. That is Who's not car is that? that is BJ Hills. That is BJ. You give him your spot. I because I don't drive. Like people don't know. Like I walk. I, I stay so close to here, man. I walk. I stay downtown. So I told BJ until my family gets out here in December and I get my car. You can have my spot. You can you can park in my spot. But if they ever come to visit or something, I'm gonna use it. And then yeah. <laughs> everybody I'm talking about from Duke, all the scouts, all the like, all all the uh, you know the staff, coaches, players. They're like, Mighty, you got. Them. I'm like, no, I can't fit car seats in there. What I'm gonna do with that? Man? Like, how does BJ fit himself? Oh, there? dude, that, that, I have not seen. <laughs> him get in or get out yet I told him I just want a picture in it you know what I'm saying if you're using my spot if I can just take a picture standing next to that car it's fun yeah because it doesn't really match your personality no. I was surprised that I mean you know guys was like Mike T oh that's your car yeah you're trying to go to the promo again right? I just want to go fast that's it. I just want to go fast uh, you know you said you know you've got you started thinking about jobs after football yeah. you've got all this stuff lined up how long do you want to keep do you now that you found a, a home here right. you're, you've got like this good thing going i mean do you think about how long you want to keep doing it or just as long as you can or yeah i was last year you know i was okay i was done mentally i was prepared to be done but once you get that little taste again i'm like you know what body feels good like so you know if if darren want to keep me around if he can do it we can deal with each other's personality you want to keep me around man i'll play as long as i can yeah yeah. Well, I know uh, Bengals fans and every most of the people in the front offices and locker room hope that that's the case yeah. and can keep you around. It's been uh, it's been fun having you and I, this has been a great conversation. No, it's been really great. It's great to catch up with you and uh, get to know somebody who's seen it all. <laughs> and then you write the book after. Oh yes. Oh, it's about all the things you're not oh, going to talk coming. about. Yes, still is. absolutely. Oh, it's <laughs> coming. That book is coming. We baby. wait. We wait for the book. <laughs> Mike T. Uncle Mike. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate Thank you very much. Man. Thank yeah. you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Appreciate yes. your time. Thank you.